Jewish audio on Chabad.org. All right, Chavre, good morning. With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's three Prakim Rambam. We are concluding Hilchois Ma'acholois Asurais by learning Perek Yud Zayin, and we are starting with the help of Hashem, Hilcheshchita, Prakim Aleph, and Beis. Perek Yud Zayin, if you're a halting cup where we're at, what did we not speak about yet? So imagine how much did the Rambam jam pack into the final chapter that will be Beliois, therefore Hagolo and Libun, and the concept of taking a utensil that is used directly for food that belonged to a guy to the mikvah prior to using it, Pasakum and Bishul Akum, all in one chapter. Pedic Yudzain has 32 halachas, beginning with Halacha Aleph Zakhtar Ambam. If you have a earthenware pot, that in it was cooked, or In other words, that because of the heat, the ta'am of the ma'achal that is forbidden was nivla inside the walls of the pot. Now going forward, even though you mamish cleaned out the pot, on the same day, you bechlal may not use it. As we'll see, it's not that the next day you can use it, but if you use it on the same day, you got yourself a problem. So the rule is, Now hold on, people jump. We're from a people. People right away ask, why does Rama make us a statement? Why don't we say it's Batal Bashishim? I mean, at the end of the day, there is a concept of Bittal Bashishim, and you should understand that the pots that they had then were smaller. The walls of the pots that they had then were substantially thicker, especially the bigger the pot, the thicker the wall. Um, and therefore, it was very rare that you had a Bittal Bashishim. But all of the Achroinim say, even Bashita Sanamam, if de facto there is Bittal Bashishim, Post facto, like we're going to learn if it's not Bas Yoima. But just on the Ramam didn't have that. In his Mitzias, the contents of the pot was not 60 keneged, the, the thickness of the walls, right? And by the way, you have to have it keneged, the entire thickness of the walls, because the presumption is, is that the, it's Nivla all over. Um, then, Benoisen Tam. Then benoyis and tam, and how would you know benoyis and tam? You know, like we keep on learning that Amam says, give it to a goy. Halacha base. And why is that? Because because it's not pogum yet. Let's go back. Rambam who emphasizes the, in the concept that the Ezer is because of hanoa. So if the tam is nifgam, for sure, if it's not the royal amaychaladim. But even if it's Nivgam, then it's after the fact, not going to be a problem. However, don't say, Oy bazoy, just wait a day and use it. And by the way, why not kasher it? Because we're speaking about a clay cheres that is not kasherable. That they previously learned, used it for their foods. That's the very important word over here. Right, because if it was never used bechamin, if it was never, if the contents were never soaked in there for 24 hours or more, if it was never used for something that's sharp or salty, then it's not nivla. 
Kegoin kedeidos ekaros lo oilam, and that's even afilo shuan ba'avad. Even if it was coated with lead, since the keli proper is earthenware, therefore, and as we already learned before about the lead, fakert it made it, it made it boileya even more, and you can never fully be piloted. But post facto, if it's not bas yoimam hatav shalmuter halacha gimol alakech leitashmish suudem and agoyim. Now let's speak about other. Um, dinnerware, which is going to be either metal or that Ambam speaks here about glass. So let's go. If the guy never used it at all, brand okay, here that Ambam quickly introduces, he's going to go back and forth for whatever reason. Right, the vetoher that we have on Parshas Matos. Let's go right back to Belias because this was just like a side note here. However, if it was, no, no, first of all, it was never used. If it was used but only cold, like koisois, utzalachios, cups, flasks, kitoinos, pitchers, that means our presumption is, and that's enough, that it was never used for chamin. All you need to do is to be madiachet, madichin or madbilan. Why? Because the be'en might be stuck inside the keli. Like yoidois, large pots, vikum kemoisim and kettles, umechana mechamin, then magilon hagala. As we know what it means, as that Amam will describe. In other words, if it was used with liquid, hot liquid, is kabalai kachpalte, then you have to put it in, submerge it in boiling hot water, and also umadbilon. You know, you also have to have this taking it to the mikvah, and then vehein mutarin. Now, the, does it, yeah, so the, the Yaakov is just pointing out, you can argue Lechayda was only used for water, so the, the presumption here, obviously, is that it was not only used for water. If it was Taka only, only used for water, then there's nothing to be, um, to make Hagala for. Now, things that were used directly with fire, now, I know a pot is used with fire, but you have in the pot water. Fire means a frying pan, or it would mean shfudim, spits, and grills. Mamish. Then, right? Kabbalah kachbalti. Libun. Milabnon ba'oir. Or ba'ur. Then you have to, uh, you have to burn them until they become, libun means white, hot. And atsheti nosher klipasen until their outer surface falls off. These are, these are things that don't happen to modern day metals. Alright? The hein mutaren. And then they become permissible. By the way, sometimes people return um, Amazons. You buy a new item. Maybe Yaakov is pointing out something great. I just want to make a counter that many times you buy something today, you, you, someone used it a day or two because of the return policies. L'choyra, called the parash meruba parash, l'choyra, and ruba is not that way. Halacha dalat. Ketzad magilan. Noisin, yoyrik tanel latoich, yoyrik The point that Amam is going to make is, is that the keli that you're doing, hagolo too, has to be completely submerged. So if you're, t- if, you're, if you're doing Kagala on a smaller keli, you already have a larger keli than an easy. That's the point, it has to be completely submerged. However, if the trefa pot is to begin with a big pot, you don't have a yet larger pot. So what you do is, you put around the edge, mud, dough, which means that even after the water will go over the rim, it's going to stay there for a moment. So that boiling water is going to sit over the rim. Now, in all of these cases, post facto, if you used it for cold, 
even for hot, even for hot, he meant that Rama means here if it's not a basiyah Now he mentioned in passing, now we're going to focus on that, the tefillah. And only afterwards may you use them for eating and drinking, says the Rambam. Just to know, like we had not that long ago in Hilchas Ishus, when the Rambam says that, that Kenyan Kesev, is medivrei soifrim kicha kicha mistei efrain, and we already spoke out that there are times there are some shitas b'harambam that the v'toher that Chazal say is not an esmachta. Many people suggest that's not what the Rambam means, since the limud is learned through the chacham in part of Torah Shabbat. This is, won't be the only time that the Rambam uses the words divrei soifrim. Lav dafka the Rambam means that it's completely midrabanan, and there are big nafkeminas ledina whether we view tefilas keim from Tumas Akum. Or now there is one sheet that we don't pass in that way. That if you didn't take it to the mikvah, you, the food that you put in there may not be eaten. We don't follow that sheet, but such a sheet is actually even brought down in halach. Okay. Now, again, all of this, the pashtos is that Ramam learns it's just an asmachta. But again, there's a big discussion what is really Shita Sarambam. When it says in Parshas Matis, after the Mohammed Midian, that that would have been enough. I mean, that's the source where you learn Kabbali Kachbalte. But why did the Torah have to say the words Vitoher? What's the Vitoher? And therefore, we're speaking about a whole different concept. So there's the Belias, for which you have to have Kabbalah if it was used Ba'ur, Taviru Ba'esh. And then there's another topic, and also, it's not Tum of It's not your normal Tum of It's the fact that it was owned by Goyim, you have to take it to the Mikvah. So, 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 no, this passage is speaking not about Tum of The fact that fire works, we're speaking about Belias. Now, that will be the Pshat. You put it after you took care of the Geule Goyim, now there's another Tarom. And that's the Vetoher. Halachavov. Loichiva betfilazu elo. Klei matchois shal su'uda. Metal dinnerware. Hanel kachim in Hagoyim. Because you own it. Aval hashoyim in Hagoyim. If you borrowed it. Oishemishken Hagoyim. That's like Or if he gave you a loan. And you have the, and you're going to use it. Madiach, madiach, because listen, macholis asuras. I don't care if you own it or not. You got to get rid of it. Oy martiach malaben. If you want to get get rid of the belias, but since you don't own it, ain't it sarach lahadvul. Nowadays, if you go to a place and they give you something to drink in a college grace in a glass cup, again, same concept. It's not yours. You can drink it. Vechein im lokachli eats oy klei avonim. Then also, you don't have to do this type of tvila. Only madiachoy martiach ben tzarech lahatbil. V'chein klei cheres hachodoshim also ain't tzarech lahatbil. I want you to know today we take it to the mikvah. That's why many people we barely make a bracha. It's very limited for what we have to do. There's another concept that if a yid owned it, if a yid owned it even in partnership, you also bechlal don't have to do it. And today many companies are are belongs to multinationals, and yidin have stocks in them. There's a machlokes in poiskim how you view it. Anyways. Some, some groups are very uh, limiting when they make brachas. We, on Lubavitch, we make brachas more than most people think. Avol hashu'en ba'avar, 
the moment you coated them, then harem keklimat which is really gonna get today. That means if you were to buy a pure clay cheres without coating, you don't have to take it to the mikvah. The reason why we take our coffee mugs to the mikvah is because they are they're glazed. Where are you glazer? That's why um, we do it. Single use? Single use, you never have to take to the mikvah. Is that, is that what he's saying here? Uh-uh. Uh, that's like being borrowed? Mm-mm. It's not clean. No, he's not speaking about that, that no such a thing as the, this luxury of America. He uh, never foresaw to a certain degree. That's Mashiach times. The outside is metal? No, no, lead. it's outside and inside. It's all of our klecheres. I know that here my son made, there's a place here in Beverly where you can make, where the kids make pottery. That you don't have to toivu. That's pure... Uh, Okay, right. If you buy a knife, so the din is malabna ba'ur. Here you have an option. In other words, when you sharpen it, it rubs down the metal, and that gets rid of the bliss. You don't need to rub it down. So then, and then you can only use it for tzaynin. In other words, putting it into the karka gets rid of the shamnunius that's on it. And if you're going to use it for cold, you're good. There's little nooks in them. But you want to use it for chamin, or you want to shech with it, then you got to be malabna. However, the din is, as we already quoted, that we paskin, that the base hashchita is tsoinein. So post facto, all you need to do is rinse out makam hashchita. And if you want to do Kalei Klipa, even better, even though you did not do Libun or Hagola on the knife. Halacha 8. Sakin Shashachat Batreifa, which happens. Lo Yishchat Batreifa. Again, you don't have to do Kashering. Because we say that the base Hashchita is considered the, it's true. People that make Bedikas Prim, people that are into that, ooh, that is hot. Hot smoking. But not the Makam Hashchita. Afilo Betsoinein is good enough. Or even better, you can just be mekancha bevloi shall begodim. You can clean it with a uh, with 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 a shmata, with a garment. Halachat nine. V'yeisham devarim achedim asar esm chachamim. Moving on. V'af al pi she'ein li isurim ikar menatoyram. Like even if you're going to learn in the Rambam, even if you're going to learn in the Rambam when he's speaking about uh, that that the toyr is taka and asmachta, but it's an asmachta, my friends, that has an emes menatoyram. That's called an asmachta. Now we're moving on, as we'll see, to bishalakum. To, uh, to Pasakum, to Paspalter, everything that I'm going to speak about, and the, how the Chachamim took away Shemenakum, that here you're considered a rebel if you continue with that because they outvoted that. that there's no way Kim and And most of them were, not almost, the Ramam says they were made, to make sure that we are separated from, we don't socialize with them, because if we were to socialize with them, it might lead to intermarriage as we tragically see in this final generation of Gauls. And here are these Chachamim. Asru Lishtois Imam. You can't have a fixed place where you drink with them. The Ramam says, Bechlal can't drink with them. The very fact that you're socializing with drinking, that's not good. Huh? So again, I, I spoke over here. What we actually say is not to go to a fixed place. Many places can say, like people go to, not to go to a same place. Because, because if you go to a different place, truth is the world is very big. We're living in big cities. You don't meet. But hey, it could be. Some people have their patterns. Most people are square. They go there every morning. They have their coffee. And a co- go to another place. 
go to another place. You shouldn't, you don't know anyone. You can't eat bread that they make. This is not because of kashos, even if the ingredients are a million percent kosher. Or to have some of what they, uh, as the Ramam will describe. Okay, no, it's, it's, this is not about bulias, this is not about the ingredients, this is pashit about, oh, uh, I got it. Now I got what Zelik was saying. I apologize. Okay, you guys should have spoken up. Good. Um, Can I ask? Uh, yeah, quickly, quick, we gotta move. About using a knife in um, food cards. The so, uh, okay, a knife in food cards. So, let me say like this, that it, what's the chashash? The chashash is, is that the goy over there used it for his uh, ham sandwich. If he did that, it's l'choyra. He's going to use it on your food. In the worst case scenario, the shamnunius will be smeared on one or two or three or four pieces. Afterwards, there won't be any more fats. And then you can argue that kala parosh meruba parosh. There is such a heter. Um, in larger stores, like in Ralph's and stuff like that, you can buy cut-off fruit, fruits and vegetables because they won't use their knives for anything else. Food carts, some people are machmed. If you can bring your own, but if you bought it, it's okay, for sure. You can't say that what you took had in the shamnunius when Rav will not have. Okay, halacha yud. Zelig, I'm sorry. Now I hopped. I didn't understand what you were writing. It's not like if it's sharp, then you have a different issue. If it's sharp, if it's sharp, I'm not going to say that it's for sure going to be treif. Can't say that so quick, because these knives are made. Yes, big knives. Did you see those? They're not. They're made to use kalim. It's a chashash. Maybe he used it once. It's more about the shamnunius. That even that even if he used it for his ham sandwich, it's going to get smeared off on the cup on the next couple of uh, pieces. You don't know which ones they are, and then when he's giving it to you, it's like when you go to the market. How do you know it's not Arla? Maybe the fruits are from Arla, but called the parish. We we rely on. Don't think that when you go to a cashless agency, they rely on this the whole time. Anyway, So now Kate said, or means you're bringing your own wine. Now you can argue, Yaakov, that here it's because there's wine. People say wine because of alcohol. If you're drinking coffee, anyways. But if most people are yidden, and here it's not about their level of frumkite, because here don't forget anything that comes because of chasnus. If they're yidden, you have nothing to worry about. Mutter. Don't drink their beer that they make from tomato and tenim Again, because you're going to get close to them. Alcohol. But this is only asr because you're drinking it there. If you're bringing the beer home, is don't have a feast. Again, Sauda. So yeah, okay, you can argue it's not shaykh to coffee, but okay, vaiter. Halacha yudalaf. Yain tapuch and v'yain yimoinim. These are wines that were uncommon then. V'chayyotze behem. Mutil l'shtoysim b'chol makim. Because since it's a davar she'ena matzim l'gozro alaf. Yain simukin raisin wine. Raisin wine is wine. Hareyuki yainim is nasech. So in other words, this point is not to tell you another nuance about about yain nesach, yain stam, but therefore, this concept of going to a place where they sell it and to drink it, to drink it with them, or they're drinking it, is something that's awesome. Halacha yud beis. Nevertheless, as guys, you remember that whole sugi and avayi Here, there was a little bit of a leniency. 
And there's what's key, according to the Ramam, is two steps. Number one is it's made by a baker, not made in a home. Not because of kashas, because you get, you get close when you have home-baked. This is a business. And number two, only if you are out there in the field, and therefore there is no other option. Basada. Okay. And the loikhim, the loikhim in anachnum, in a pasb in anachnum goi, bemakayim, number one, she'en shem anachnum yisrael, there's no other option, there's no option, not only, and it's basada, guys, it's very important. Not when you live in a city, even you live in a city where there's no pasa yisrael. It has to be out there. Bepnei shi'i sha'asad doichak. But bread that's baked by a goy And eventually And that's exactly the way it is You should know someone told me a long time ago That the reason why by Sfardim The fact there's a lot less intermarriage Is because they were a lot more machmer In Pasa and Bishalakum And Bechal the way the standards of the Bish Yosef And Bishalakum Bechal is way more chamur so that, that, that made, made a big difference. Halacha yud gimel. Hidlik When it comes to baking, if a goy litatanur, but a yid put the bread in, or the opposite. A yid litatanur, v'afa bagoy, or she hidlik agoy, v'afa goy. All the Jew did was at any part of the process, v'niro eish ma'at oi kevashi lo eish, even though he reduced the fire. Can you imagine? He did something negative. Hoyl v'neshtatu v'malachas ha'pas, arezo muteres. So that was the whole truth of Rav Moshe. If you have what's called bagels, the bagels that we had in Hong Kong, those bagels, if you toast them after, you buy them. Whether you can say that you participated in it, even though it, you can eat it as it is, but you like to eat it toasted. That's um, when, I, when we were shluchim in Hong Kong, Rabbi Groner of blessed memory said we can do that because during the week that was the only bread. It wasn't basada, but there was no other bread. It was OU. Commercial. And it was commercial, so he felt that if you wrote, if you uh, toast them, these were the hetedim. Let's go back to the beginning. If all you did was you threw a piece of wood into the oven, that's the way it was when I grew up in Brazil. You had the ponzinhos, that means the ingredients were kosher. Yidin was common on the way to shul. My father would stop by that place and he would he would he would light the fire. He would like that was already. A, but they used in the olden days. Even the goy lit the fire, you threw in another piece of wood. Then on the way back from shul, you get you get the pass. He tiro kol apashu boy she ain't adavar elia she ain't adavar elolias heker she apashu lo asuram gavaldik. So the most lenient is going to be by pass nachtum. Yeah. Now let's move on to bishul. Bishul is a lot more chamur. Guys, I want you to know that we paskin. We I don't know how the svardan paskin that if there was bishul akam you have to you do hagolah. The belief of Bishol Akam is also not good. Halacha Yudala. Goy Shebishol Lanu, if you cook for us, either wine, or milk, or honey, or perishin, or quince. In other words, the Chayot Zeba'elo, what's the commonality that they could have been consumed as they are prior to them being cooked, number one, then it's not a problem. That's Hetan number one. Nechel Kamei Shuchai. Velegazru El Aldavashayin Nechel Kamei Shuchai, which will be meat, uh, dog. Now, a dog, you can argue people eat fish, so the Ramam therefore adds dog tofel. Taka, dog muliach. Other certain fishes, they can be eaten as they are wrote. Look at sushi today. That makes a big difference when it comes to bishol akum. Big. 
Ubeitza v'yirakos. Now, im bishlom agoyim etchilo va'at soif. V'loyin eshtati v'yisrael imo b'vishulam, harei lo asurim yishum bishulay goyim. Halacha tezua v'amed v'aramamurim, hetan number two, v'davashu oil al-shulcham alachim, if something that's chashuv, that is put on the table of kings, lechel boy yes apaz, they eat it, everything was eaten with bread, for example, basur ubeitza v'dogam v'chayitza v'hem, avol davashayinu oil al-shulcham alachim, lechel boy apaz kegoyin, turmoisin, vetch, that was cooked by goyim, afalpi, that they're not eating, they cannot be eaten when they're raw, nevertheless, because that's not a chash of a bean. It's not a chash of a... Michael. The chash of a... Michael. The chash of a... Michael. And if a guy were to invite a yid, he wouldn't give this to a meal. You understand? That's the logic. If they were salted, or if a guy salted it, that's even a bigger chiddish. Now, and therefore, if a guy now fried them, even if the guy was the one that salted it. In other words, melich itself is not called bishul. Just to make that clear, melicha is not called bishul. We don't say kavush kimavushal or maluach kimavushal for the bishulakum. But on the other hand, now that it's already edible enough, now that the goy made the bishul on something, you can't say that the goy did bishul mitchilasevat seifay. The halachic bishul was not mitchilase; it was already maluach ksas. Yechap takula here. The chol shebishul yisrael maat bishul lebeim mitchilam amasayf muter. But the Chiddush is, is that even if the guy was the one that salted it, and now the guy is the one that did the cooking, you're allowed to eat it. If the guy put it on the fire, and all the did what he did was for hafach he saw babasar, the hegis he stirred the pot, or the yid put it on the fire, and the guy was the one that did everything. The Ramah is even more lenient, even by Bishalakum, like by Paz, that even if the Yid only opened up the fire. The Mahabar, the Svardan Paskin, that at least the Yid has to put it on the fire. It makes a big difference. You have to know. Flip it and stir? No, one or the other. In other words, even the Ramah is speaking about the Jew doing something to the food itself or to the pot itself. He doesn't mention only putting on the fire. You have to know all of the kosher restaurants here on Pico, I would say Ruba de Ruba, that are OU or they are okay. They're not following the standards of the Beis Yosef. And maybe many Svardim are not allowed to eat there. I'm sorry for them because it's, for them it's not Bishul Yisrael. Because all the Yid, all the Mashgiach was, he opened it to fire. Okay, Halachi Yudzai. Dog Shemalachi Goy. Upeiroi Sheishnon. So now we're speaking about salting, smoking. Salting and smoking was not included in the Gezeira. And Hamaushan is not considered Mavushal. Similarly, kernels of grain that were roasted by the Goyim. That was a very common food. The only thing you have left from this today is popcorn. And by the way, that's the whole Machloikis, right? Rav Moshe says you make a Haddam on popcorn. Many people make a, make a, see, they used to roast grain. Mutarim, mutarim. V'loi gazru aleim again, because she'ein odom azam ha'chaveri alakaloyoyiz. Halacha yutches. Beans, pullen, peas, lentils. V'chayoyi tzebehem. She'sholka noisim ha'goyim, that they cooked it. Umaychna noisim ha'isurim ha'shuli goyim. Where only b'makim she'olin ala shulcham alacham mishum parperes. Only if people use it as a relish, as a psasaidish. Um, I, you can say, and if they don't use it, you can eat it, but they cooked it in their pots. I, um, 
There's another issue, and a chanami. You have to be mindful of two issues over here. V'chein hasuv ganim. Donuts. Shekodon ha'asam ha'goyim b'shemen. That they fried in oil. Asurim. Af. Mishum gi'uli goyim. In additional to, he's calling donuts. Bisholakum. Because it's cooked. You have two issues. Halacha yutes. Goyish ha'bishu v'lenitz chavon l'bishu l'arizim uter keitzad. Goyish ha'itzis or ba'agam. If you lit a fire in the swamp. He did it. It was an overgrowth. They didn't have lawnmowers. That was the way you solved it. Here you do this, you get arrested. And now it turned out that all of the grasshoppers got roasted. Delicious. I do go lit the fire because his kavana was not to uh, roast the uh, grasshoppers. Even in places where the grasshoppers are, oh, tzemach came for the grasshoppers. They're mamish delicious. We don't know what we're missing out over here. Now, now we'll all become Yemenites or those who have a musleta. For sure, Mashiach will come. We'll go back to eating them, um, if you want. A person has an animal's head. They want to get rid of the hair. Flecken in Yiddish. The flecken, the avoida was a big avoida. And here, the one way is just to singe it. And now you roasted the delicious dangling pieces of flesh or the ears ah, from the animal. But the guy did it. Not a problem. Because his kavana was not to give you a chvez as a maichal. Halacha chav. Tomorrow, I'm sure goyim. Dates that were cooked by goyim. That means they were edible. Pasha, that's the rule. Since they were edible without the cooking, but if they were bitter, right, and you now have to cook them to make them edible, asurim. All right. Now, guys, if you remember in the Chazal, Shtiso, that's the Shtiso that the Gemara speaks about. It's roasted lentils that they did in water. They roasted it and then they kneaded it in water. That's considered something chashuv. Because they didn't make shatisa with chitim and soidim. Anything that was not a normal food, like we had the yayin, uh, certain wines concerning not drinking with the goyim. Here also by Bishal. Here we go. This was one of the examples of how they made a Nimnu Vagamru, Shemen Akum is not allowed to be consumed. It was too difficult for the people to keep it. They made another convening of the Sanhedrin and they outruled it. They took away that Gezeda. Today, the ingredients have to be kosher, guys. Make no mistake. If you don't have a good hachshad on oil, it could be this terrible non-kosher stuff in there. But as far as the concept of Bishul Akum, Pas Akum, not by Shemen anymore. Shemen shall go mutter. And whoever wants to be machin, that's called very sinful. He's rebelling against the basin. It's one thing to be machmed, but if the, if the Sanhedrin disgusted and they were matted it, you cannot be machmed. Right. Um, number one. It no, no longer bishul goyim. Because Chazal took away the gzeira on oil. So since you can eat it when it's raw, people use it when it's raw, bishul. I giuli goyim. So here's the rule. That if they would have used a pot that would have had in it a tam of a michael that's asur, that ruins oil. That's called noisam tam gam. And post facto, it's okay. And similarly, and they made from it a candy. You are allowed to have it. You can have the you can have the dvash when it's raw. 
I maybe the kalim had in it beliois asurois loisam tam gam in honey halacha chav dalid kuspan shal goyim date dregs shochamu chamav that we heated in hot water baby yodeg dalim yonektano they are muter why here also these are all types of foods that mepnation loisam tam gamu v'chein kevashim pickled foods shein darkam losis latoichin chaymet soyayin which will be problematic from goyim. Oi, zeisim akavushim, vechagovim akavushim. Shboim ino oitzer. Imagine how it worked then. You didn't even eat hashgacha. You would buy pickled uh, grasshoppers from goyim. Avol avol chagovim mochavashim shemazafim on the ayin. But if you're in a place where they also sprinkle wine, ooh, then you can't have it because of the ayin nesach. Yain stam. Vechen hoyim azalfin alim chaymets. Even if they only sprinkle in it vinegar, even chaymets sheichar, they're going to be asur. Why? Why chaymet sheichar halacha chafei mepneima asur chaymet sheichar shal goyim? Because they might put in it also some some dregs of wine, and therefore, if you buy it from the storage place where you know all is is chaymet sheichar, there wasn't an opportunity for anyone to add something to it which might be wine. Then takamutet hamurias goyisha fish brine. If they would add wine, asur. However, if wine was more expensive than the yellow gook, then it's muter. Because when people add, they only add. That was the whole reason why many people didn't have sugar, uh, even today until up today, because they would add flour and the sugar. It's because flour was cheaper than the sugar. If flour is more expensive than sugar, I'm talking Pesach. No one would add something if what they're adding is more expensive than the product. But no one, if you live in a place where the non-kosher is more expensive, there's no chashash. Now, new. Final few halachas. Minors. Or if a cotton is doing a malacha b'shabes. So first of all, the commandment is not to stop him. Because he's not a bardas. But that's also only if he's doing it on his own. Like the light is off, and a person picks up his kid on Shabbos and they put him near the switch. That's Biyadaim. That may not be done. If he does it, you don't have to stop him. Even though it's better to stop him, but you're not Mukhoi to stop him. Never do it Biyadaim. Now that we made this differentiation between the Yadayim, no, but passively, if he's doing it on his own, you're not, you don't have to stop him. Nevertheless, there's a mitzvah. Now, if the Ramam is, the, is making a chilik between Bezin and the father, could be. But in other words, you're not obligated, but. Uh, Ligar inspired. That's the way you have to touch these words for people that come from this century. Saying today you shout at a kid. That's not the way you'll be mechayechem. That's no chinuch alpi darkei. Halacha chavtes. Now nudin for asru chachamim macholei sumashkin. There's other isur that Chazal made and all types of foods and drinks. Shenefesh roiv haadam keiabahem. That most people are revolted like macholei sumashkin that got mixed in it vomit. Feces, anything that has a uh, bad smell, bad smell. The Chazal asked for you to eat it. You can argue why? Why did they? Why did you even need that? They, they're aciding it. Don't eat in utensils that are hard soyim that are filthy. Imagine 
they didn't have kalim then. Sometimes they had no option. Or, or certain glass utensils that was used for bloodletting or other types of medicinal activities which they used to be filled with bodily liquids and now you just wash them out. It's disgusting. And uh, that, let's go into Allah Chalamet. The Chachamim forbade us to eat with dirty hands or on top of kalim that are pasha dirty. You can argue, hold on. It says in the Torah, that's a classical love. It includes so many things, but there's Makos Mardus. Included in Alta Shaksu is for a person to delay relieving oneself, whether it is Gedolim or Ketanim. How many stories we had in the Gemara that these big Amiroim, uh, when they taught the thousands of people, that in the middle of a class, they would relieve themselves by the Talmudim around them would stand up, they would make a circle, they would face the other direction. But it's very important not to hold oneself in. And you should know that aside of violating, it, it, it makes a person ill, and the person will get sick and he's at fault. A person that's the, God made us in a way that we can train our body to relieve itself at specific times. That's most people work that way. Because either if you don't train your body, then you're going to have to go to the bathroom at 11 a.m., then they had no bathrooms, they would have to go away. Or they won't be able to go away, so they're going to hold themselves in, and then they'll be Meshachat Snafshoi. Halacha Lamed Beis, the final halacha Chavrem, Siyum in Machalas Esuris. V'chol Hanizabed Varam Elum, Mevi Kedusha V'tahari Yisait Al-Nafshoi. L'chayda B'dvarim Elum is referring only to what we began in Halacha Chavtes. Emumarek Nafshoi L'Shem HaKadosh Baruch as it says in Pasha Shemini, the Torah also wrote at the end of the, you know, the Torah writes about Kashrus many times, but a, a lot of it is in Shemini. Why? Because and we have a shtickle of the Oibishtet in us, so if God is holy, we're, therefore we are holy and we have to express it also by, by adding this level of Pashat, even physical cleanliness and Brich Rachmana. Blessed is the merciful one that gave us the merit to be able to conclude the Rambam's Ma'cholos Asuroi